You are listening to the Maximum Life Now podcast, only on MaximumLifeNow.com. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. This is your host, your man's Brian B. Rich Richardson, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Maximum Life Now podcast. Once again, once again, once again, you can check us out on SoundCloud, follow us, Stitcher. Yes, we're on the iTunes podcast, but ultimately, you know, you got to check out the man's website. That's www.maximumlifenow.com. Or to get straight to the podcast, that's MLMPodcast.com. And if you haven't got the book, get the book. That's Rest to Success, R-E-S-T, the number two, success.com. Once again, R-E-S-T, the number two, success.com. That's four life-changing principles that will help you on your road to success, helping you to discover your purpose, your destiny, why you are here. Why are we here? That's what we're trying to figure out, people. Huh? If you don't know why you're here, you need to find it out because that determines a lot of different things that happens in your life, including what kind of relationships that you may be in or kind of relationship that you may be out of. I don't know, but you need to know. Uh, those things so you can be able to have the appropriate relationships in your life. And speaking of relationships, you know, lately over the past couple of weeks, we've been on the topic of toxic relationship. And if you hadn't seen the title already, you will see that this is the finale of those of that series of uh, uh, podcast episodes on toxic relationships. This is the finale. It doesn't mean that this is all there is concerning toxic relationships. This is concerning everything that I'm going to focus on specifically on toxic relationships. Now, I may mention things here and there down the road, but this is a full work on toxic relationships, how to avoid toxic relationships, how to get out of toxic relationships, how to recognize if you're in a toxic relationship, all of the above. And I will encourage you after you listen to this episode, if you hadn't listened to the other episode, you might want to check out episode two on toxic relationships. And then also check out episode uh, number 18 on convenience or commitment. And then check out episode 19. Who are you with? If you hadn't checked it out, check it out. I'm telling you, we building on to something. Today, we're going deeper, deeper. Yesterday, we went, or last, excuse me, last week, we went deep. But, you know, we didn't, we didn't really, uh, we didn't really go to the point that we're about to go today. And um, I want to premise today's uh, discussion. Um, or today's talk, whatever you want to call it, um, by a story that is a real true life story that happened to me this past week. So a brother, you know, going to the to the grocery store and the brother I'm referring to is me, a brother's going to the grocery store and um, going in, you know, do my little shopping. This is later at night, you know, people, because I like to do uh, shopping at night for whatever the reason. It just ain't, ain't uh, a lot of people in there. And so, uh, so I like to, you know, I like to, 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 to shop in peace, you know, shop. It's quiet, you know, the music going in the background, you might get some, some cleaning people cleaning certain sections of the floor in the grocery store. You know, you get stock people in the, in, in, in there, you know, working sometimes 
uh, refilling the shelves, everything. So it's real cool, calm, collective, quiet, quaint, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So I get everything that I need, just a few things here and there. And, uh, you know, I'm going out to my car and, um, um, you know, going in and carrying the bags and everything like that. And I open my trunk and uh, put my grocery bags in there. And uh, as I'm um, about to uh, close the trunk, somebody just walk up on me. Well, let me let me just pause the story just here for a second before I continue. My man's walked up on me. Now, currently I'm living in the place where um, where it's different from where I grew up at. And let me explain. Where I grow up at, you don't walk up on nobody, especially at night. You gotta make you gotta make some kind of um, some kind of noise, some kind of call, something cuckoo, ha, you know, some let let somebody know that you're approaching. I mean, you just don't approach nobody like that at that time of night, and you don't know where they from. But where I'm from, we, we look. You don't do that because it see. Innocent people can get hurt in situations like that. Innocent people can get hurt. Because at the end of the day, in the D where I'm from, you just don't walk up on people like that. And so let me continue the story. So he he walks up on me. And, you know, my reflexes, I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything. But I turned around real quick and was about to, you know, just in case he's about to walk up on me and, you know, do something to me. Uh, he, I, I saw immediately. I saw that he had a Myers hat on, so I'm like, "Oh, he a worker. He work. He work. He work. He work at Myers, which is the grocery store I was at. He work at Myers, and uh, that that I think the hat saved him. Uh, the hat saved him. Man, I'm not a violent guy. I'm not a mean guy. I'm not a mad guy. But I just like I said, I grew up in a place where you just don't walk up on nobody like that. You just learn to defend yourself. You learn to if if you about to get attacked, you better attack first, otherwise be attacked. So, you know, but that Myers had that Myers had saved that man. And so the brother just started talking to me. And um I can tell from he had on this coat, he had he had some groceries in his in his hand himself. And um, so I could tell he was getting off of work. So he wasn't coming over to get the basket because I did have a basket with me. He wasn't coming over to get the basket. I Man, he just came over. It wasn't no hi, how you doing? Hey, what's up? None of that. It was just straight. I mean, he took me straight in the trenches, people. Straight in the trenches. What I mean by the trenches? Well, you know how somebody call you and they going through something. And... They may not necessarily be calling for an answer, but they calling to um, pull you in the trenches with them so you can see what they going through. Going in the trenches, uh, and he just he just proceeded to just drag me right in the trenches. So he says, "Uh, he said, man, you know, man." And he has some explicitives in this conversation. I'm not going to repeat them because I'm not a, an explicitive person, but just imagine explicitives. In in the midst of our conversation, so he said, "Man, my, you know, blankety blank girlfriend, man, she, man, she uncheated on me." I said, "What?" I mean, you know, we don't know each other, but he doesn't put me in the trenches already. So, you know, I'm 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 you know I'm I'm in in the effort to kind of sympathize with him to to an extent, not not to 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 make him feel better, I guess. I mean, I was responding to him like I've known him for years. I'm like, what? What? 
what old girl do? What? Like, man, like, like, really? Don't know his name. Don't know the girl's name. I'm like, man, what did Sarah, what did Jessica, what did Jane do to you, man? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, some of these women out here, they ain't blankety blank. I'm like, oh, man, don't say that, man. Everybody ain't like that, man. I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. Man, she, man, she cheated with me with another woman. I said, whoa, wait a minute. Pump the brakes. Slow up. Jane, Sarah, that whatever, her, she did that to you, man? Oh, out of all the, all the time you done put in. Man, that ain't right. Now, mind you, I don't know how long they've been together. They could have been together for two days. But I'm just saying, man, that ain't right. Why would she do such a thing? He's like, you know what, man, I, I, I got some pictures of her, some pictures, some nude pictures of her. I'm putting them everywhere. I'm going I'm, I'm to send them to her school, to the school where her son is. I'm going to make sure her son see how much of a blank she is. And I'm going to make sure that that the that the uh, that the court see how much of a blank she is. And I'm about to destroy her life. So I'm like, man, this thing got. This one got deep too far for me. I just it just went too deep. And so now I'm in this mode because, you know, I'm the type of person that don't believe in coincidences. What I mean by that is sometimes uh, people uh, say something happened and, you know, just a coincidence. But, you know, I found that coincidence is a way of explaining out God in the situation. So I'm like, well, maybe God brought this man to me for me to drop some jewels on him so I go home, home. Because what kind of man just come up to another man that he don't know and immediately pull the man in the trenches of what he's going through currently right now? And the man had the nerve to uh, uh, put an audio message on. And basically an audio message, he's, he's, he's uh, in a sense cussing out the the woman you know it's like a recording or something like that and i said okay i'm like this can this is getting the kind of weird now because i'm like man this this okay okay lord what i'm gonna say to the man what i'm gonna say to the man i mean i know man i know he hurt especially when you you know you you dating a woman and, and she cheat on you with another woman and then you know everything like that and you know how she this that and the other and she ain't no good and different things like that and and he gonna have the nerve to turn around and say do you think that's a good plan against her? I'm like, uh, you mean to, you know, basically destroy her name, pull all her business out there, um, you know, retaliate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, vengeance, man. You know, I know, I know, I might go to hell for this, but, but I mean, I gotta get her back somehow. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, man. Come on, man. Look. The woman done already cheated on you. It's already done. Obviously, she probably with who she wanted to be with. And you can't change that. Matter of, you know, I should have said, matter of fact, you should listen to episode 19, who you with. You might have would have known who you was with before you was with her. But anywho, I didn't say that because I was in the moment of, you know, compassion. I was in the compassion moment. I was feeling for the man. I'm like, man, what kind of what kind of person, you know, does that to somebody no of course me not knowing the full story but you know i'm like man what kind of person does that to somebody then the man gonna have the, the nerve to turn around and say well what would you do in this moment 
Oh, let's see. That was see. That was my entry point right there. That's all I needed. You know, I, I was trying to figure out how I was going to say what I say, because I found out when you're talking to people. You got to determine what people are really there for. Some people not there to want to receive advice from you. And so when you offer your advice, you, you it's probably falling on deaf ears that they're not really hearing you. They just whatever. But he asked me the question. What would you do in this moment? And me, I was like, oh, yes, this is my moment right here. This is my moment. I said, well, I had to premise this by saying, as a Christian, now I had to say that because there's sometimes, as a, as a, as a Christian, and I'm not saying everybody on this podcast is a Christian or a believer in, in Jesus Christ, but sometimes we go through things that in our own natural strength and ability that we can't, there's no way that we can really get through it like we can't, could, or what like we should, or like, you know, we, sometimes in our own strength, we can't, um, you know, be the best person that we ought to be. So in those situations, we got to rely on the strength of God. So, I had to premise that because I didn't want to be a liar and say, you know what, what I would have done, I would have forgave her. I would have did this, that, and the other. And I say, you know, honestly, I don't know what I would have did, but as a Christian, as a believer, the Bible says that we're told to forgive. And forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Because at the end of the day, look at it. She obviously probably doesn't moved on. She probably mentally done moved on for a while now, cause you just don't, you just don't jump in the bed with nobody, you know. I I, I hope you don't, you know. I, I assume that there's a a progression, that there is uh, some kind of decision, that there's some kind of moving away emotionally. There's some kind of moving or drawn back, uh, you know, psychologically. There's some kind of drawn away long before uh, cheating actually occurs. Long before somebody goes and, and beats with somebody else, it happens, you know, the, the signs are already there. You know, I, I never heard nobody uh, uh, just accidentally sleep with somebody. Oh, you know, girl, I just, I fell and just, and slipped right on in the other lady. No, come on, man, get out of here with that. It wasn't no accident. It was premeditated probably. It most likely was premeditated. Even if it wasn't pre-planned, it could have been premeditated because you imagined it before you did it. Let's just be real. If you cheated on on your on your girl with, with another woman, you already thought about doing it before you did it. Or vice versa. If you if you cheated on your man with another uh with another man, you probably already done thought about it before it happened. You it may not have been that person, but you thought about cheating. So so don't 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 say I accidentally did it. It's been premeditated. So in that case, you know, it in his situation is probably already ready premeditated. She already, you know, established a relationship with the other other lady and all that and this, that and the other. And, you know, I don't know what your stance is on homosexual relationships, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but I didn't get into that with him because listen, if he would cheat if she would have cheated on him with another uh, man. I mean, it's it's still cheating. It's, it's, it's hurt. It hurts. 
I'm dealing with the hurt right now. I'm dealing with the present question. What would you do? What would I do? Well, I would have to rely on God to forgive. Because I have to move on with my life. What good is it? Is it to expose her name in, 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 in front of her, her children? I mean, in front of the school system. In front, I'm imagining they live in a smaller town, you know. Um, you know, I imagine that. Just, you know, just the way he was talking. I'm like, oh, he got he ain't from a city. He he from a small town. But um, you know, I said, you know, look, that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do it, man. Come on, man. Don't don't be you know, you got to you got to move forward. The only way you can move forward is if you forgive. And forgiving is not a feeling. People, it's not a feeling. It's a decision. Say, you know what? I'm going to choose to forgive you because I'm not going to give you that much power over my life. I'm not going to give you that much power over my life. So I'm going to just choose to forgive you. So I told him that. Look, you got to forgive. You know, I'm not saying this is the easiest thing in the world. I'm not saying that you're not hurt because obviously you hurt, you know. I don't know what your intention was for coming over here because I think after after I said that he kind of walked away a little bit. He was kind—I mean, he was kind of speechless. I I think he probably thought I was gonna say, "No, man, yeah, no. What you need to do is you need to go over her house and set her car on fire." You know, he wanted me to—he wanted this to be a powwow, like you know, like we was we was like we was a team and we was regrouping. Like you know what she did? What? Oh, this, let me show you what you do. You go ahead. You get some salt, put it in her gas tank, right? Then you take some, you know, he wanted me to give him a plot plan, a strategy to take this vengeance to another level. He wanted me to be like the, like the soldiers in 300 Sparta. Oh, you know, no, no, I'm not Sparta, baby. I'm not Sparta, baby. Uh, no, 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 no. Look, 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 he just don't know who he rolled up on that night. Huh? I'm a Bible-believing, practicing believer. I practice the Bible. Huh? What I see? I can't hug. How can I give you work and I don't follow the work that I give? Huh? So I gave him work in that parking lot. And he was, he walked away uh, kind of depressed. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't uplifted by what I said. But I told him the truth. I saw a hurting man. Huh? He put me right in the trenches. And if you pull me in the trenches, oh, you going to get that work. Huh? It was cold outside. You know how, it was 10 degrees outside. The man had bags in his hand. He set his bags on the ground to talk to me. Oh, no, you're going to get this work. Oh, no. No, you ain't going to. You know, I don't like cold. 10 degrees. 10 degrees. 10 degrees. No, no, no. You're going to get this work. I had to tell him. Hey, look, and for every, and people out there, you, yeah, this is coming full circle. Now you about to get this work too. Look, how are you going to expect to move forward in your relationships when you hold on to things from the past that people have done with, done to you? Huh? People have mistreated you. People may have cheated on you. People may have lied on you. People may have hurt you, may have destroyed uh, your trust, uh, been unfaithful, lying, stealing, 
manipulating, you know, look, we live in a world full of liars and cheaters and people who steal and people who manipulate people who, you know, all that kind of stuff. But does that stop us from getting up every morning? Huh? Do you think I'm just going to lay down and suffer because people are going to be people? No. But what do you think that you do in your life? When people do stuff to you and you don't, you choose not to forgive, it, you you lie there, stuck in life, because you holding on to stuff. You choosing not to move forward. Yeah, you may move on to another relationship, but hey, look, the pain and the hurt from past relationship you bring right on with you. And see, that's that's what we're gonna talk about when we getting into into today. Look, we talked about convenience and 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 commitment. Hey, yeah, yeah. We talked about who you with. Yeah, who, that's the other person. Now we talking about the person who's in the mirror every day. If you have a mirror, or the person who's on Facetime, not the person that you're talking to, but the person in the corner that you're looking at, the one in the corner. That's you. Do you know at the bottom of the screen when you Facetime? In the little bottom of the corner, who do you see? That be you. You don't be you. Look, we're talking about that person right now. What is on the inside of you that is causing you to have toxic relationships? Huh? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. If you're a person that's always dealing with the same type of people, having the same type of problems, no matter who you who you with, then the problem probably lies somewhere on the inside of you. Now, the thing about it is the, 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 the tricky part, so to speak, is being able to identify what the problem actually really is. Huh? See, we, we, we as people, we like to deal on the surface a lot. As people, we like to deal on the surface a lot. What I mean by that? is uh, we like surface relationships. We don't like to get too deeply involved. Um, even though we may want a deeper relationship, we don't want people really in our space. We don't really really want people in our business. And a lot of times we don't want to go to the places in our lives where the real issues are because we don't want to deal with those issues. And I remember telling a, a young guy this um, before he, you know, got a divorce. And I told him, I said, look, see, marriage, your marriage exposed the stuff that you never wanted to deal with. Oh, let that breathe. Now, I ain't talking about with the other person. I'm talking about with you. Huh? You didn't really understand how much of a problem you had until you got married, because now... You have to face you because the person you with has brought it up to the surface. And I'm convinced, I, this is just me personally, I'm convinced, I'm convinced that, that um, marriage brings out things in us that we would have never otherwise have saw unless that person has come into our lives because at some point in time, you're going to have to let your guard down, right? 
you're going to have to um, let somebody in. Now, the question is, is when you let that person is in, <clears throat> will, will they like what they see? Will they stick with you if they see something nasty, ugly that, you know, that you don't want the world to see? Because we can hide things from people in the world. You know what I'm saying? We can, we, you know, we can go on Facebook. We go on Twitter. We can tell anybody what we want to tell them. You know, there's people going through hell that be on Facebook and they be having quotes and they be having, you know, selfies of them smiling and all that kind of stuff, you know, because I'm not saying that we should put all of our business on, on Facebook. No, please don't. What I'm saying is, is that people have an internal life that they live that dictates the life that they actually live. But that's the life we don't see. The life on the inside. We can look at a person and they can be all put together. But they're dealing with emotional hurt from their childhood. I mean, how can you see that? How can you know that? But a lot of times when you get in relationships and you get closer to people, some of that stuff comes to the surface. Because it can trigger a memory. It can trigger experience. It can trigger something that was suppressed long ago. It can trigger something that we never really dealt with properly. And it's, I'm not saying that we 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 always know how to deal with things. And that's part of the problem. Sometimes we just don't know how to deal with things. But that doesn't stop something from coming that would trigger that event. And now our only response is a negative response. Let me give you an example, just a quick example. There is a young boy who grew up in a household where his father left when he was young. And he had a, a good relationship with his mother, but he was always kind of told that the reason why his father wasn't in his life because his mom chased chased him away. And so deep down, he kind of resented his mom because his father wasn't in his life. And so as he grows older and he starts getting into relationships, that resentment actually comes out um, in the form of um, abuse to other women. And it may not be physical, it may be verbal. But he can never really get close to women. Why? Because he has a resentment against a woman in his life, an important woman in his life, which is his mom. Don't really know how to address that issue. But it's, it's just really there. That really is the problem. But we, we try to go to counseling and stuff like that for the reason why, um, you know, we have these issues with women in our lives. It's, it's not the woman. It's the resentment that's in your heart that you have never really gotten down to the reason why that I have this resentment. It's, it's, you have the resentment against your mom and your mom might not even be the reason why your father left. Or even if she is the reason why your father left. Look, you're going to need to forgive your mom. You're going to need to have some kind of 
conversation, some kind of closure uh, in that in that particular area. And for you to actually begin to, to, to fully trust women in your life. You see what I'm saying? So 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 that man's this is just an example. That was just an example. But that man's internal life. Was affecting his real life, his relationships. And that can go across the board. It can be from a number of things. It can be from a number of things. It could be from rejection, being rejected by your parents, being rejected um, in previous relationships, being rejected in the previous marriage. You, 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 your, 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 your uh, ex uh, spouse talked about you all the time. Talked about how you wasn't no good. Talk about how you couldn't cook. Talk about how you, you know, you couldn't read. You're ugly. You, you're bald headed. You, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. So you bring that into a new relationship, and you, you know, you, you talk, you talk about yourself before anybody else talk about you because you're so used to hearing negative things about yourself. Well, that number one, that's a turn off. That's a turn off. I, you know, you you can't tear yourself down. Just continue the process, but you need to be healed from the things from that first marriage, huh? It, it, look, a new marriage won't solve the problems of the first marriage, particularly internal issues that ar- uh, arose out of that, the trauma of those experiences, because we. We contrary, we're complex beings, people. You know, we not like like animals, or we not like like uh, machines or toys where you you know you can tweak and you know tweak things and oh you know this is fixed, keep moving. No, we complex. We you know you do you know we actually in our body store trauma. We can have a traumatic experience, and our bodies can store the trauma in certain areas. So that creates chronic pain, for an example. There can be chronic pain in your body, not because you necessarily hurt it, but the trauma of the experience that you experienced, we didn't know how to deal with it. So we just buried it. But it's not buried. It's, it, it, it's not, excuse me, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not over. It's not done with. It's just buried and it's stored. So our bodies sometimes store pain. In relation to that trauma. And sometimes when you're able to get rid of that trauma, the pain leaves too. Huh? Oh, yes. What? We are co- yes. Look, what you think? What, what the, look, the Bible says, remember the, the, the jewels that's in the Bible. The Bible said that you are wonderfully made. That means there's things about you that you don't even know about yourself. But we have to we have you have to begin to identify these. Listen to the word I'm about to say, these root causes of the problems that we deal with in our relationships. You know, there is no you know, there is no upbringing. Now, listen to me. There's no upbringing. That you can go through. That. Will hinder you. From having good relationships, if you go through the proper things of being healed of traumatic experiences, experiences and different things that have happened to you, whether you in a good family and grew up in a in household where 
both parents was was happily married and everything was going right and everything like that. Yes, you may be more predisposed to having a, a more healthier relationships, but you can still go through things that will cause you to have bad relationships. And the same thing is true. You can go and grow up in the family. You had no parents. You was maybe a, a, a adopted or a foster child. And, you know, you grow up and, you know, you, you, you know, you, 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 you experience certain things. But you know what? You, you get healed of a lot of things. and You're able to have a normal, so to speak, a normal life. It's possible. So what I'm trying to say is you, you, you can't use your past as an excuse of why you don't have good relationships when there's something you can do about it. Now, if you continue to ignore these reoccurring issues in your life, that's your fault. Huh? You date, you dated 10 guys and all of them had the same problem. Guess what? Something's wrong with you. <laughs> Look, I know they, I'm not saying that they wasn't all liars. I'm not saying that they wasn't all liars. I ain't said that they didn't lie to you, but I'm just telling you something's wrong with you. You, if you, a uh, 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 indicator that something's, on the inside of you that's that's not right and needs to be fixed is if you're going through reoccurring situations. The writing's on the wall. You're going in circles. Those are indicators that something's wrong, people. Huh? Yeah, that's an indicator. Let's identify that. Huh? Something's wrong. Now, let's let's be max lifers. Max lifers are people who decide that, you know what, I don't want to just live just a uh, a mere existence, an average life. I want to live a maximum life. And that means moving forward. That means um, good relationships. That means healthy relationships, healthy marriage, not just being married, but happily married, healthy marriage, healthy um, parents. Healthy children, healthy, you know, we want good and great relationships. And so in order to have a great relationship, you're going to have to deal with some ugly. You know what I'm saying? You have to deal with some ugly in your life. I ain't talking about ugly people. I'm talking about ugliness that you never dealt with. Things that may hurt. You may have, you may have, you may have been abused by a parent that died already and you still hurt. Just because the person's not on the planet anymore doesn't mean that there's no reason why you can't forgive. Remember, forgiveness is a decision. I choose to forgive. I choose not to allow what you did to me to hurt me anymore. I choose not to be a victim anymore. I choose to understand that all men are not dogs because I, I got treated a certain way by somebody. I choose to. I choose to. See, we, 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 God has given you the power to choose to. You can choose not to be in the, in the relationship you're in or you can choose to be there. You can choose not to move forward or you can choose to move forward. Yeah, well, you had a power of choice and forgiveness and healing uh, uh, things from the past is a choice. You can choose to be a victim. People choose sometimes to be victims. 
And it, you know what I'm talking about. That's why I said we we get we we done got deep now because what I'm talking about now takes courage. It takes it takes heart. It takes an attitude that says, you know what, I'm not just gonna lay down and just just miss out on life because of what was done to me. And it's not about blame. It's not about whose fault it is. You know, it's not about blaming yourself. You got to choose to forgive yourself in some instances. I knew I shouldn't have been in the relationship with him. I chose to do it anyway. So you blame yourself. No, no. Choose to forgive yourself and move forward. Yeah. Acknowledge you made a stupid choice. But choose to move forward. Look, it's all about choice. And one of the number, the reason why I talk about forgiveness and talking about forgiveness so much on this uh, uh, in this episode is because that's, you know, unforgiveness is one of the um, leading things that hinders people from moving forward and continue to have toxic relationship. It really is. And, you know, without having, you know, without the the ability to talk to individual people, because everybody's not dealing with that. But since a majority of people do deal with that, I got to talk about it. You got to forgive people. You, you can't, you can't, you can't hold on to it forever. It'll make you do stupid stuff. It'll make you do crazy stuff. It'll make you miss opportunities. You know, you, do you know that, that a bad relationship can affect you at work? You don't like your boss. Why? Because he reminds you of your ex. Oh, look, yes. That's why you don't like him. Huh? His nose looks just like your ex's nose. You know, that, 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 like what? you don't like him. He, he come to work, you're like, I can't stand that blankety blank. What you mean, girl? What you, what's wrong with you? I don't know what it is about him. I just can't stand him. Well, his nose looks like your ex's nose. And you can't stand your ex, so you don't like your boss. But you miss you you destroying your work life because you ain't never dealt with the issues that arose from your ex. Say I mean same thing in situations where you have children with people out of marriage and you know y'all break apart and you know now you you know it's term now baby mamas and baby daddies you got those and all that and sometimes you may still have to have some type of relationship with the person for the sake of the children. Look. Forgive, forgive the person that you slept with and had children with. Obviously, at some point in time, they was good enough for you to sleep with. So obviously now, at least they should be good enough for you to respect them as a person. Don't be disrespectful and petty and, and you know, still, you know, throwing shade and all that kind of stuff at a person that you used to be with. And y'all got children together. Come on now. You opened your legs. And let the man in. Huh? You pull down your pants and you put it in. Why can't you not respect the person now? Forgive them. At least be cordial. Be, be respectful. Especially in front of the children. Be respectful because you know what? The children are looking at that. And when they see daddy disrespectful to mama, I don't know what y'all situation is, but when children see daddy disrespectful to mama, they think it's okay for men to be disrespectful to women. Breathe when they see mama talking down on men. And mama always saying, you know, these men ain't no good out here. All these men liars and all that. Guess what? Your little daughter going to grow up and say all men ain't no good and all men liars. 
Well, who do you think they get that from? They get that from home. At least be respectful for the sake of the children. Be respectful for the sake of yourself and your life and your relationships. Be, be uh, uh, at least respectful for the fact that we are human beings, that we deserve respect. We deserve to be respected. I know we're living in a nation now where people think it's okay to be disrespectful and to call people out their names and all that kind of stuff. You know what? I don't, I, yeah, I don't like it. The rhetoric, I don't like it. And don't think because it's permissible in this nation that that means that you have a license to. You have to have some kind of standards. If you want to live a maximum life, have some respect, have some standards for yourself and for other people. But ultimately, it's it comes from the inside of you. Why are you so angry? Why would you, are you in a relationship and after six months, all your relationships in, in South, in Sour? Something's going on that's behind the scenes and you got to figure it out. Like I said, I understand that everybody on here don't believe in God. Everybody on here don't believe in Jesus. But at some point in time, you have to pray and ask for some help on things that you don't see. Look, I ask God all the time, Lord, help me to see what I'm not seeing. Why? And be real. Why? When I'm dating after six months, the relationship always fall apart. What is the reason? And don't be shocked when you find out. That's God. See, he wants to help you. He wants to help me. Look, be rich. I'm here to help you. But guess what? He's helping me to help you. So he's helping you. Come on now, people. It's not rocket science. He's not trying to hold nothing from you. He's trying to help you. He's trying to get something to you. But some of these issues is, is beneath the surface. It's at the root. Huh? Rejection, bitterness, hatred, anger, all those types of things. And, and look, it all, it all started somewhere. And a lot of these things, once you are able to deal with these areas, maybe even the relationship that you're currently in that may be toxic, may be healed. Huh? Maybe it doesn't have to end. Maybe it can be healed. Maybe this relationship is already over, but the next relationship that you're in, it probably be a healthy relationship because you dealt with what you needed to deal with. Look, that's all I'm saying. Look, this, this, look, this is not hard. And I'm not saying that I got all the answers, but I'm telling you what I've seen. I've seen people's lives turn around when they deal with these issues on the inside. I've seen people uh, able to move forward. I've seen people who are able to do the things that they desire to do because they're able to deal with these things. That's all I'm saying. Huh? That's all I'm saying. Huh? Look, cheer up, people. Cheer up. But there's still a couple of days until Valentine's Day. You might still have a good Valentine's Day, huh? You might still be able to, you know what I'm saying? You might still have a genuine, genuine a time. You know what I'm saying? If you marry, go ahead and take out your, your, your honey boo for, for Valentine's Day, huh? You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, you know. If if you if y'all if y'all can't do it on Tuesday, do it on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Look, look, y'all marry. Show show the 
show some love. Show some, so, so, show some that you care. Show that you're thinking about us. Well, the, the same thing with the women. Go ahead, huh? I'm, you know, rub his little toes. You know what I'm saying? Do something. Scratch his back or something. Let's love, people. Let's, let's show real love. Let's get to the root of these things so we can have real relationships, not toxic rela- relationships. And that's all I got for today. Look, that was the finale on toxic relationships. I don't think I'm going to talk about specifically toxic relationships anymore. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe if you ask me questions, maybe I'll answer some of those questions. But I'm just saying, people, we need to live the maximum life. That's all I want. That's all I want. Please do the work. Do the work. Don't let this just be a nice little podcast, but go ahead, write some stuff down. If you had some stuff that came to your mind from your past as you were listening to the podcast, write it down. Don't forget it. Go to it and deal with it. You might need to call up somebody and say, hey, you know what? You you know, you did X, Y, and Z to me, and I'm not even holding against you no more. I choose to forgive you. I choose to forgive you. Maybe that'll help you. You need to be helped. You need to deal with these things, huh? You need to deal with these things. And if you don't, see you next week.